0: Hello and welcome to the Working Tools Masonic Podcast, where today we will be conversing with very worshipful brother, Norman McElboy.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, brethren all, welcome to the Working Tools Podcast, a casual conversation around Freemasonry. First, it's important to note that our opinions and thoughts are our own and do not reflect those of our Grand Lodge or respective craft or concordant bodies. Please connect with us and ask questions either here on YouTube or on our Facebook page. We'd also appreciate a thumbs up and especially any comments on our videos.
0: Thanks for coming to the Working Tools Masonic Podcast today. I'm Matthew Apple, a mason down here in Washington, and uh, along with me is our brother, very worshipful brother, David Colbeth, who's also in Washington, and we have our compatriots to the north, uh, Connor Massey and worshipful brother Stephen Chung of the Grand Lodge of British Columbia in the Yukon, and our special guest today is Norman McAvoy, who, very worshipful brother, excuse me, Norman McAvoy, also of the Grand Lodge of British Columbia in the Yukon. Welcome, brother Norman. Thank you. So, Norman, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. What's your history in Masonry?
2: My history in Masonry started actually in 1956. And I was the youngest of four sons to James McEvoy, who was a worshipful master of Belfast Lodge number 257 in Belfast, Northern Ireland. When he passed away, his last wish was that I become a Freemason so which i did at our mother lodge all our family were there and that was on a saturday night april the 27th and i sailed for canada the following tuesday so my experiences start there and uh, so i was wearing a lovely little masonic pin which was my father's but i didn't make contact with a lodge until i ended up in Kelowna um, British Columbia, 1956. Go Prince Charles Lodge. I, I visited this uh, lodge, Prince Charles, and they were doing a thing called American work. And man, they were in suits and bow ties and no they ever strutting their stuff. And down the hall was, uh, was uh, Prince George Lodge, which were a bunch of old stuffy Canadians. So I went to Prince Charles and had a nice time and then uh, got transferred and uh, been all over this province and the Yukon territories, and ended up in, uh, in Victoria here in 1991. Incidentally, I got married in 1956 or 58 or 50, one of those things. She's not listening. So we're married 60 years and uh, two daughters. My Masonic career really began when I came to Victoria here in 91. And I was Danny Boy the Clown. And one of the Shriners introduced me to Victoria, Columbia number one. And uh, I've been through the chairs. I am a past branch steward. And uh, my real efforts have been within the Holy Royal Arch. And I'm a past grand first principal in the Holy Royal Arch here. And that is the only major title that I have had. I um, commenced, I was secretary of, I think this is what you want to hear. I was secretary of Victoria Columbia Lodge number one about 2003. And I got very annoyed. Because when I was director of Masonic education, I could never get a paper through. It was always, oh, we've got a degree going tonight. We need the time. Oh, So save it for next. So I found myself at the secretary's desk one day with two pieces of paper. And it occurred to me that maybe you could put in another piece of paper, which would still only have the one stamp. It wouldn't cost any more money. So I started to do that for the members. A few other people heard about it. They wanted. Then somebody showed me how to do something with the email. So I started to do it that way. Then more people heard about it. Then they wanted it too. And then one day in in a lodge, a gentleman tapped me on the shoulder and said, "Well, why don't you use email? So I started to do that. The email went along just fine until uh, Shaw Communications started telling me I had too many people. So I divided that up and did forward, 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 forward.
3: Then one day I'm in
2: Lodge and another gentleman said to me, I'm out of work, and but I do uh, computer setups. And I said, so why do we do that? So we did that and we created a thing called The Educator. So that got to around um, two or 300. And then he uh, had to bow out. No, he bowed out. He bowed out at about 700. So today I have, I call him my guru, a fellow of the name of Stephen Noble. And just this morning we now have 1,333 direct recipients of The
0: Educator. I just signed on while you were talking. So now you have
2: 1374. 1334. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, but that's, uh, so my audience is all over the world. Um, I've been surprised. Recently, I did a paper on China, and I've been surprised that I've been getting an increased recipients in, in China. I don't know any names. Uh, and I don't ever ask for that. So it's just another, another blip, and up we go. So it's been uh, it's been a wonderful experience, and I do not allow anything to do with religion or politics in the educator
1: so,
2: so I don't know what else I could I could tell you about and i'm um, I thoroughly I love what I do and I do what I love and I'm very blessed with that.
0: so what sorts of things are in there there's, there's not religion and politics what else is there in life? Do you do esoteric masonic stuff or do you do the roles of the I, officers or symbolism or
2: I like stories. I like things that have happened. I like historical pieces. I've done some on religion, but not on a specific religion, or on faith. So about four years ago, I put together you started another line. I started to get myself quite upset with some things that were happening. So I put together a manual called A Journey to the Spirit. And that takes a a Freemason or a non-Freemason literally through what Freemasonry is and through the uh, three degrees in as much explanation as is possible. And then at the end, the continuation of Freemasonry, which is the Holy Royal Arch. So that was about four years ago. And uh, together with the young man down in that right-hand corner, by the name of Connor. I have met him, and what we are now attempting, we're not attempting, we're going to do this, is I believe that when I wrote this, I wrote it as an 80-year-old. I'm only 85, so I wrote it as an 80-year-old, and so I wasn't, I don't think I felt I was relating to what I call generation three. I say generation one is over 70, 45 to 70, 145 generation 1 two, 3. So now I feel that I really need to make better contact with generation 3 and Connor's going to help me do that What uh,
3: what the viewers don't see and what the listeners obviously don't see is around my desk I have like 50 or so different Masonic books that I have been using as, as references for Assisting in this project. So it's been quite fun for me as well.
2: And he was over at the house this morning and I, I gave him some books on by a man by the name of Wilmshurst, who was just absolutely brilliant. I don't know if anybody has read his work. There he is. Anyway, Wilmshurst uh, has a history. Uh, he was more of a politician and a chemist than he was a mason, but he was very, very instrumental in getting the... Um, getting craft masonry alive and well one of the one of the early 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 beginners with a person like uh, robert murray he was in that that little club but his thoughts are very esoteric and very meaningful and that's why i like him so much and that's what i'm trying to do is to and in, in my writings i'm trying to get a message through that the reader can identify with big words, religion, politics do not appear and never will. How am I
1: doing? You're doing great. You're doing great. So how, Norm, how does the website come together? Do you have a team or a single person or who, 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 who posts your website there? is
2: owned by myself. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is a, uh, it is whatever the word is, registered at Ottawa. Um, so it's mine, very purposely, because I felt it was only fair if I was going to be making a statement that it'd be my statement. And I don't really get along too well with the I, we, them, us. And so if anybody has a dispute, then they're more than welcome, whatever way they need to to discuss that with me or send me a note or do whatever, or just. What what
3: I think he was referring to is the technical part. So I think he's referring to your guru. Oh, my
2: guru, Stephen Noble. He's brilliant. Gotcha. Uh, I have, I've been very, very fortunate. When the first, when I just started with the emails, I had a young man step forward and say, I'll help, I'll format it for you. I said, format, what's that? So he did that. And then I, I, you know, I believe very, very deeply in the great architect of the universe. So he had, he was his time, he got a job with the the provincial government. And I'm standing in a lodge and I think, no, I wasn't even in my own lodge. And I was talking to a gentleman that I thought I knew. And I said, what, how's life with you? And he said, the business I had has just gone bust and I'm remarried and I got two kids and um, I said, what were you doing? And he said, well, I, I built websites. Oh, you did. So anyway, he ended up building a website for me. And then about three years ago, I think it would have been, uh, I'm talking with him and he said, Norm, you know, I used to do this for you for 40 $50 a month, but Yeah, you know, and so busy, need 120 or whatever it was a month. And I said, you know, so I was telling somebody about that. And he said, well, that's what I do. And that's when I met Steve Noble. And Steve, I I now call my guru because he helps me with every darn thing and bills. And they build something and then he tells me what he did. It's fabulous. And now Norm has over four hundred papers on his site, and he's vetted four hundred and, and about he has it the other day, a- and he's personally vetted each and everything that goes on his site.
1: Well, it's beautifully Why? done. It's beautifully done. It's a beautiful website, very well laid out, okay. and and lots of good information. So it's the, your guru the has done well.
2: All of this is. Um, I am not a manager. I have been told this many many times. In fact, I have a plaque that tells me by a friend who I am a. I'm a leader. I am not a. I'm not a manager. I will build something and get it to where it wants to go. Then somebody else can take over because the fun's all gone for me. Right? I, I don't I don't want to be managing people and finding out if they wash their bum or not. I'm not interested. In that. We should. So that's what I do, and I select the papers, and um, I. If you were reading The Educator, you will see adapted from in, in quite a number of papers. So I will take a paper that somebody wrote and I would agree with some parts of it or think that something else could be said a little better. So I put adapted from a paper written by me. So I give as much credit as I possibly can. And then I always put a comment at the bottom as to why I chose that paper. How
1: am I doing? You're doing great. I I apologize. I keep stepping on you, and I don't mean to do that at all. I was just going to say we've talked a lot about your website, but I don't think we've actually given the address. It's theeducator.ca. Yes, but what
2: you did, there's two E's. Yes, theeducator.ca. The and
1: then educator at shaw.ca. There's no no shaw in there. There's no shaw. It's just theeducator.ca.
2: Theeducator.ca. But if you reach me by email, you can do it the other way, different ways to get me. For sure. My email is personally is really, really easy to remember. Well, I
1: think Norm, we probably don't want to give out your email to everybody just with you. We, we hope this show goes around the world, goes international, but to to have everybody just have your email out there, we don't, you know, a little bit of privacy issues there. So uh, they could probably go to the website and I think they can contact you via the website. Or at least they can subscribe to the newsletter.
2: It, it, it matters not to me. There, there is no cost to a subscription. It is free and it will always be free.
3: And what we can do is we can leave the information on, on how to reach Norman's website down in the uh description below or wherever the information may be about the podcast that you are currently listening to
1: absolutely
2: if you if you type in the educator into uh, just a search engine it's it's probably either the first or second or third uh access comes up so i I obviously got something else that nobody else had thought of or didn't want
3: so Norman, one of the things that we've sort of approached here, but we haven't actually come right down to, is, is your, your book, The, the uh, Journey to the Spirit, was your way of explaining what, what is a Mason and, and what that means. Um, now, we'll, we'll probably discuss this more in a second episode, but just a, a, as, a, as a primer for that, why don't you give us a brief summary of what that mm-hmm. means to you?
2: Well, I started out to call it a book and then it ended up being called a manual because one of the things I have done is leave. And this was an accident. I, I didn't know how to print both sides of a piece of paper. So I ended up with 120 pages of good on one side. So now what I'm encouraging people to do is to use the other side for notes on whatever they were reading on the right hand side. So that's why I call it a manual. What I was trying to do was to show or to let people see the structure of Freemasonry. And the structure being entered apprentice is who we are. Fellowcraft is we are now going to make you and give you a way of life called a fellow craft. And in the third degree, we're going to tell you a story about somebody who lived up to all of those ideals and it cost him his life. And I tried to explain the tracing boards. And the reason I was talking with my good friend Connor is I believe that some of the work that I did, and there are no secrets in, in, in involved in all of this, I believe that my method of, of communicating is 50 years old than, older than his, okay? Or 60 in that, body. but I really would like to use jargon or conversation that more reaches generation three. That make sense. Some of my stuff may be boring. There might be a better way to to explain better. I'm a big a big fan of the second degree, and uh, and the I call it a journey to the spirit. Very, 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 very obviously, why is because to be a Freemason in every respect, all you have to really do is change your life and operate as instructed or as guided in the second degree it's easy as long as you understand what it says and that's so, what i want him to do
3: i think i think that's a fantastic primer to 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 a a second episode that we can go into this with a little bit more detail um
2: what do you, yeah, what I, you my... I give you a simple example people see a soldier standing at the bottom of those steps what's he doing there and why is he standing next to what looks like a lake? Okay, and there's a soldier standing there. Okay. No, if you're going to go on a journey, the first thing you need is water. You might need some food stuff, and that's where the meds do. Okay? And the soldier's standing there because you've got no business going there until you prove that you have the right to be there. we are nope. making. You know, it, it seems once you see it, you can you can you can see it, right? But people just slop over it. Uh, three, uh, five, and seven steps, so what the hell.
0: Unfortunately that happens in a lot of things in life. People uh, people don't uh, delve into them as much as they could.
2: The only thing I remember being hearing so often in, in laundrins was don't worry about it. We're putting on a second degree tonight. We'll get that over with real quick.
0: Yep. Yep. Unfortunately, we, we gloss over some of the important things and we'll uh, expound upon them a little more. Hopefully, uh, if, if Norman can come back to us here, we'll have a second episode with Very Worshipful Brother Norman McAvoy. And uh, until then, next week, uh, uh-huh. on behalf of Stephen Chung and Connor and, and David and myself, thank you all very much for, for listening to us today. And brother, Very Worshipful Brother Norman, we
2: look I'm forward to seeing you again. I'm absolutely thrilled soon. to be invited or to be asked. This is, a, this is the thrill of a lifetime.
0: Well, we're flattered, and uh, thank oh, you very
2: much. Leave me.